to Flanagan's on Stewart Street, where I imagine a, a happy crowd is there to greet John Bedell and Nate Green for flyer feedback. The final again is Dayton 79 and VCU 65. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey everybody, for the first time tonight, welcome into Flanagan's Pub, Dayton winners, 79-65, a 14-point winner over the VCU Rams. Dayton is now 15-2 overall. They are still undefeated. A perfect 4-0 in A-10 play. John Bedell, Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback tonight. Nate, uh, for a stretch in the second half, Dayton was a destroyer of the Richmond Rams world. They were stealing souls. They were crushing the life out of out of VCU, but uh, that's a, that's a tough Ram squad. They came fighting back and made it interesting in the second frame, Nate. They did. It started with uh, it started at about the 15-minute mark when uh, Toppins had a nice little dunk, then came back on the defensive end and had a block, uh, got them started. Then they went up on that 20-point 20, 20 lead, and then they let down again. Yeah. And then they gave them a chance to come back in. You know, if we want to go and play further in the postseason this year. We can't have little lapses like that. But overall, we did play well. Yeah, and give VCU credit. This is a top, almost top 50 Ken Palm team, 51 coming into tonight. Yeah. Uh, they were controlling the first half. you got to give the Rams credit, uh, Nate. They really played well in that first frame. Um, Dayton, though, fought back into it. They were up five at the break. And I believe the Flyers, if memory serves, they closed the first half on a 12-2 run. So I really felt like even though VCU – had a strong first half. You really felt the momentum swinging back Dayton's way at the break, and they just came out and tossed around the Rams and that gimmicky defense they play uh, like a bunch of ragdolls in the second frame, Nate, and it was off and running. The Flyers' lead was as big as 22, uh, and that's not a Rams team that's just going to go away. Even in uh, even here in Dayton on the road, even with the offensive struggles that uh, VCU team has, they were not going to go quietly. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think any team that we're going to be playing in the near future is going to go away. You know, we have a bullseye on our chest right now. You know, we're obviously in the top uh, 13 in the country right now. So everybody wants a, pay, a, t a piece of us. And we got to be ready to play at all times. And we came out a little sluggish, and, you know, they jumped off. It was real physical with us. But, you know, I think that woke us up. Yeah, and chippy. But not ever to the point where Dayton got rattled. As, as Larry and Keith were talking about on the air, and as I talked to Larry about this at halftime off the air, sure, the refs were calling it tight eventually after it got yeah. a little chippy, but they just, Dayton said, all right, okay, moving pick on Obi. Okay, don't do that again. Moving on. And they yeah. kept their composure. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's experience. It's been in these type of situations, you know, something bad happens, we don't put our head down, we just move on to the next thing. A big night tonight from our co-WHIO radio players of the game. Obi Toppin with 24-9, and nine, nearly a double-double. Jalen Crutcher, yes, he passes the eye test. You heard it here first. Yeah. 20 points, four assists, uh, four rebounds, five assists for Jalen Crutcher. So Crutcher and Toppin are co-players of the game. Trey Landers continues, as Larry said, to do all the dirty work. He had, I'm just, I think, Nate, he had a monster game, 16-9. Just missed a double-double for Trey. Yeah. And then Ibby Watson continues to be an absolute assassin for this team from beyond the arc. 13 points, four rebounds, two assists for Ibby Watson. Yeah, they are. You know, they, they played well. I wish they would have, 
it, it was like a roller coaster, though. We had our yeah. good times, and then we had our bad times. Um, and you got to think, uh, always look at the bigger picture. We're trying to play, and we're trying to go far in the postseason. So we can't have 20 turnovers, 21 turnovers in a game and think that we're going to go far. Those are things that we can work on, and we're always glad that we can work on those things when we get a win. Dayton, a winner tonight, 79-65. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback as we're live from a Rowdy Flanagan's pub. It's uh, nearly you-know-what's just the elbows in here as we await the uh, post-game comments of head coach Anthony Grant. A couple ways you can join us on the show. You can call us up at 937-457-1290. You can take advantage of the Bud Light Mike if you're here live at Flanagan's or you can jump in my mentions at WHIO, and I may read your tweet on the air. Hey, Nate, Rudy on Twitter. Shouts to Rudy, not Rudy Flyer, different Rudy. John and Nate, what do you think Coach Anthony Grant said at the half? Because whatever he said, it worked. What do you think about the halftime adjustments, Nate? Uh, yeah, basically I'm pretty sure he said, hey, we're not playing our game. We're letting uh, VCU dictate how things are supposed to go, and we can't have that. We're at home, and we need to step it up. And he called on them seniors and some of them upperclassmen, and they did that. And I think, too, what we saw in the second half, Nate, is they just, Dayton did, absolutely dismantle that Havoc press they run. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting next to the Hall of Famer, Hal McCoy, on press run. He looked at me at one point, and I said, man, they are just dismantling this press. And he goes, yeah, so much for Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, but that's a good thing because then, you know, other teams will see that and they won't try to press us. And if they do try, we're going to break it, and then we're going to be dominant. Yeah, and that's VCU's style. Look, yeah. they – uh, some people just say they just get up close in your face and they foul you, uh, sometimes without getting the calls, yeah. uh, to much of the chagrin and uh, frustration of uh, opposing fans. But, you know, Dayton got turned over 21 times tonight, as Larry said on the air in his postgame comments, that you're going to have that against the VCU team. Uh, Dayton, though, did turn over the Rams 14 times. Good to see Dayton uh, really being physical on the glass, Nate. In the, yeah. in the, in the first frame, it felt like Dayton was really struggling rebounding the ball. That's another uh, switch that I thought was flipped in the second half. Dayton really started to control the glass. I mean, honestly, I think we just flipped roles. You know, VCU came out being real physical. We was a little passive and not being aggressive. Uh, you could tell right off the start that it was we were sluggish. For some reason, I don't know why. Um, but we picked it up. We got aggressive, and we started attacking. We got physical, and we tar uh, started to attack the glass and get the rebounds. And that's what we need for us to continue to win. Yeah, and Dayton now rebounded the Rams, by the way, 35-27 on the boards. And this Dayton team, Nate, is, is in the middle of a big week. They're the number 13 team in the country with uh, yesterday's poll coming out fresh at noon. They take care of business against uh, VCU here at home. And now they got a massive game on Saturday, a uh, bit of a sleeper in the A-10. The St. Louis Billikens have been playing really well. It's yeah. the Arch Baron Cup, Nate, round one. And this is a Dayton team that uh, you got a quality win tonight. And if you take care of business Friday night on the road against St. Louis, this is a Dayton team that could very well be ranked in the top ten come Monday. Yes, definitely. I definitely could see that. And, uh, you know, honestly, my personal opinion is I think we're going to go higher than ten. You know, uh, I could look at us being around seven or eight. Yeah. We just keep doing what we're supposed to do. But, like I said, these are – good learning experiences because we won the game, but we did have some things that we need to get better for when the 8-10 tournament comes yeah. and then we want to play for the postseason. And now here's where the competition ramps up because it's no disrespect to UMass, LaSalle, and St. Joe's, but those just the three programs aren't even on the same level as either of these two right now. No. This week is the first time Dayton's really going to be tested 
in conference play. You pass the test tonight against VCU. You've got another tough physical. They're going to want to slow it down to a snail's pace St. Louis team. That's always a tough environment at Chaffetz Arena. But tonight, Nate, just great to see uh, Dayton come away with a 14-point win. And here we are, Nate, again talking about a double-digit win. This team has the only win they've had this year that has not been by double digits. you got to go back to the opener, Yeah, Indiana State. They continue to just thump teams, and they pass the test tonight in a game that has become a real pretty heated uh, series, not just on the Twitter machine between loud Twitter and Twitter searching Twitter, but on the court as well. It's been contentious, and it was at times tonight, but fun for Dayton fans. 79-65, Dayton winner. What does head coach Anthony Grant think about this 14-point win to get his team to 15-2 and and 4-0 atop the A-10? I'm glad you're wondering that because you're about to find out. He's live with Larry Hanskin on Blackburn Court at UD Arena on the other side of this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hans get back here at the UD Arena where the Dayton Flyers defeat VCU 79-65 to the court with Coach Anthony Grant brought to you by Pickle Schaefer and Embling, a Dayton law firm for over 100 years. And Coach, in, in, a, in a game of runs, uh, no bigger run than the one you had early in the second half uh, you, after, after losing your halftime lead, uh, you go on a 22-2 run over the next six minutes and, uh, and really it blew this game open. It did, yeah. I thought, you know, it was obviously a back-and-forth game most of the half. I wasn't very happy with the first two minutes of the second half, the way we came out. But uh, it was good to see us be able to pick up the energy. I thought defensively, you know, like I told the guys in the first half, we had spurts where we were good defensively, and then a, a portion of that game where we kind of lost our focus from a defensive standpoint. In the second half, we got stops, allowed us to get out in transition, get some easy baskets, create some separation. You got some easy baskets, but not a lot. I mean, as, as, as good a win as this was, credit VCU and credit your team for, for playing as well as they did when it was not easy. It did not come easy. Yeah, well, it's always going to be, you know, a difficult game. You got a, a quality opponent. You know, they make you do some things that are, that, are, that are a lot different than other teams in terms of the pressure they give and the, and the way they come at you. We had to make the adjustment in the first half. We really struggled with that in the first half. Obviously, you look at the box score, we had 20 turnovers tonight. So like I told the guys in the locker room, there's some things that we'll be able to take away from this game and learn from. But I thought the character, resiliency, the toughness of our team was on, on display tonight because it wasn't easy. There was a lot of adversity that happened during the course of the game that our guys had to overcome. So it was good to be able to, to see us uh, learn from that and grow from that and get the win. You only had three assists in the first half, which was kind of uncharacteristic, but you finished with 16, a good second half. What was the difference? Well, you know, the way they defend, it makes it, it, makes it difficult to, to really play with the rhythm. Uh, they were very disruptive in the first half. Uh, I thought, you know, there were some opportunities that we left on the table. We missed some easy ones uh, that we characteristically make, uh, but give them credit. They, they're, they're a very disruptive team with the way they defend. The roommates were pretty good tonight. Uh, Obi Toppin and, and Jalen Crutcher, uh, you know, made their teammates better, made plays for themselves, made plays for each other. Yeah, that was, it was good to see. And obviously you got two, two really good players there that, that have experience. So I know they're excited to be able to get the win and share that, in, that, share that joy with their teammates. Well, a lot of joy in this building tonight. It was an incredible atmosphere. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Go Flyers. Okay, that wraps it up here. And again, Dayton on the road at St. Louis uh, Friday night uh, as the 
As the road continues, it'll be a tough one, but uh, that's then and this is now. And so on behalf of our engineer producer here courtside, Caleb McLeod, uh, working for Bucky tonight, uh, Keith Wallacekowski. I'm Larry Hanskin. Our final again is Dayton 79 and VCU 65. Now stick around for more of Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Postgame Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Brought to you by Bud Light. Keep it crisp with Bud Light. Premier Health is proud to be the official healthcare provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Make your parking lot look great again. Go to vandaliablacktop.com to see how. Mayberry's Van and Storage. Are you moving? Trust Mayberry's for all your moving and storage needs. Code credit Union celebrating 80 years in 2020 and by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. The Bud Light postgame show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. University of Dayton basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Keep it crisp with Bud Light. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, everybody, you heard the man. I'm John Bedell. My partner tonight is former Flyer Nate Green, number five in your programs, number one in your hearts. Hey, we're here at Flanagan's as we are after every UD men's basketball home game, 79-65, Dayton a winner by 14 points over the much-hated VCU Rams. Yeah. Dayton improves to 15-2, overall 4-0. and on the A-10 slate, Nate, and maybe some people might have gotten caught up looking ahead to the Arch Baron Cup. The Dayton Flyers sure didn't. They thumped the VCU Rams at home, and Nate, now we look ahead to another big conference game uh, later in the week on Friday night on the road in St. Louis. Uh, but a big win tonight. The Flyers paced by our co-WHIO radio players of the game, OB Toppin with 24 points and nine boards, and Jalen Crutcher, 20 points, four rebounds, five assists it, you know what i have to put landers in that too me personally because yep. uh landers played really well he was aggressive he got us fired up he even had a nice little dunk at the in the second half that sparked us uh, to continue to keep that spark going because uh Toppin had a really nice one and then a defensive play and then uh landers came down and had a nice one-handed dunk too that got us going yeah, and Trey was a big part. 16-9, and nine, by the yeah, way. And you've got that poetic license, Nate. You yeah, can jump in and give a player the game. Yeah, yeah. You've got that power here in this program. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> Toppins and Landers, they both was almost double-doubles. Yeah, 16-9 yeah, for Trey. Both had nine rebounds. Yep, 24-9 for Obi, 16-9 for Trey. And he was a big part, Nate. I thought Landers was a very key cog of absolutely destroying, destroying that VCU press in the second half. They like to call it Havoc. We'll just call it a press. Dayton yeah. obliterated it in the second frame, and Trey Landers was a big part of a lot of just 
picking it apart with surgical precision in the second half, and, and Trey was in a lot of those sequences uh, to lead Dayton to a 14-point win. Hey, a few ways you can jump on the show, everybody. 457-1290 is the number. You can take advantage of the Bud Light mic if you're here at Flanagan's, or you can tweet me. You can tweet me. Don't tweet recruits. Just don't. It's really weird. <laughs> Hashtag the more you know. Uh, and I may read your tweet on the air. Also, you can call us up, and to the phone lines we go for the first time tonight. Mike is in Dayton. Welcome to Flyer Feedback, Mike. Mike, are you there? Hello, Mike in Dayton. Going once. We lost Mike in Dayton. All right, well, Nate, 79-65, Dayton a big winner tonight. Um, just impressed with the way Dayton handled themselves particularly at the close of the second half. And then as Anthony Grant said in his postgame comments, wasn't real thrilled Anthony was with the first two minutes of the second half. Yeah. But I really thought, Nate, after they were down, memory serves by as much as fives, it was no more than a two-possession deficit for Dayton in the first yeah. half. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, they, they fought back. They closed the half on a 12-2 run. Mm -hmm. They were up five at the break. And with the exception of Anthony not being real thrilled, with that first two minutes, right after then, Nate is when that 22-2 to two run kicked off, and yeah. they just buried VCU. Buried them, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to let people know when you come at our home court that it's not going to be easy to play against us. And if you're not at our level, we're going to make sure that you understand that you're not at our level, and they did that today. Yeah, and it's going to be, you know, they're going to be tested because this is the first time in conference play they've faced anything that resembles a peer yeah. in this league. St. Joe's, LaSalle, and UMass are nothing close. I, I had somebody at the arena tell me today that one of the UMass assistants came off the floor on Saturday and said, my God, you guys just have a machine in this team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> VCU's I mean, not coming in thinking that. No. VCU came in thinking that we was just going, they was going to come in and win. And, you know, we let them know. I know they left thinking like, oh, this team is better than what we thought. And a lot of people that are going to play us are going to say the same thing. Because, you know, we still got to prove ourselves. Some of the people don't feel like we deserve to be 13. Uh, but, you know, actions speak louder than words, and we're doing what we're supposed yeah. to do. That's okay. Hi, haters. Yeah, always. <laughs> we need haters. The more haters we have, the more we're going to grind. Let it flow through you. It makes <laughs> us stronger. Yes. Yeah, and it was just um, it was just very impressive to me at times, Nate, just the energy they had, that place. It has been a while since I've heard that arena that loud i mean it was loud with a w what we always talk about here at dayton just the kind of decibel level you only see at ud arena um i had in my notes when the when the place just about came off when the, when the roof just about came off tonight was in the second half landers hit a three that was the ensuing possession after an ob block yes and that made it 50 to 41 so starting to pull away at the start of that 22 to 2 run vcu called a timeout nate and i tweeted the video of just because I was on the baseline today, and that sound just spills down onto the floor. Yeah, it and was, I thought it was the roof live. was about to come off. It was really, really jumping in there tonight. It, it was live in there, and it was a good feeling to be in there and to just see all the faithfuls just cheering them on. And, you know, as a player, a former player, you know, those are things that get us over that hump when we feel like we just don't have it today. When we hear, them, hear that crowd and our fans cheering for us, yeah. that puts that spark under. crowd was up and into the game. It, 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 more engaged than usual was this Dayton crowd tonight. They were on their feet for a lot of it. Um, another another point I just got to point out. I'm just going to say this, Nate, the on-air version. I was physically attracted to that pass that Jalen Crutcher made to Obi Toppin. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was 
It was a thing of beauty. A little rope-a-dope. He looked away, a little pocket pass, closed the 4-0 run, and OB slammed it home, and it was that was nice. A lot of people yeah. got up out of their seats and uh, were very impressed with that pass. That yeah. was that was fun. And, but, you know, we had a lot of nice passes there. I think as a team we had, uh, was it like 16 or 17 assists as a team? Let's look it up here. Um, you know, we shared the ball really well tonight. And, you know, for us to be and continue to be successful, we're going to have to continue to do that. You know, my little thing that I felt that we need to work on is we have to work on those turnovers. You know. Yeah. At the end of the day, we had 20 turnovers. We can't do that and expect us to go far in the postseason. We have to protect the ball and not make careless mistakes. And in the beginning, we had a lot of careless mistakes. I mean, I believe we had like 11 turnovers in the first half and then uh, 9 or 10 in the second half. Another 10 in the second frame. Yeah. yeah. We, we need to have between 10 to 12 total for the game. And then we will be very successful. Yeah, Dayton went nine turnovers in the first half, Nate, 11 in the second half to get to 21. So, or uh, 12, excuse me, in the second half to yeah. get to 21. To your assist point, Nate, Dayton had 16 assists on 26 made field goals tonight. So they continue to share sure the ball up. incredibly well. And Man. they continue to be wildly efficient offensively. We, we had, what, four guys in double figures? We had two of them almost have double doubles. Correct. Uh, that's a team effort right there. You know, everybody contributed on all aspects of the floor. We shared the ball, we rebound the ball, and we scored when we had to. And another, another taking a look at the box score, I think something else that, uh, that lends itself to just how deep this team is, uh, is that Ryan Mikesell's a guy that's been really playing out of his mind the last stretch. And he had, a, he had an off night tonight, Nate, yeah. at least in terms of uh, just his point production. He only had two points. So Ryan Mikesell, a guy that's been one of your key cogs the last – I mean, all season, but in particular, when it comes to filling it up the last few games, he's been crucial. Ryan Mikesell with two points, you still, but he still, uh, has you still run away with a 14-point win against a top-50 team. Uh, he might have only had two points, but he contributed. He was a big part of this win, you know. He had six assists. Or some, I'm sorry, he had six rebounds, and he had four assists. So he still was involved, other, even though he wasn't scoring the ball. He was getting other players involved and he was hitting the glass. And if you're not scoring, we need you to do other things, and that's what he did. Yep. Hey, 457-1290 is the number. We're going to go back to the phone lines. Now we're going to try Mike and Dayton. Mike, welcome to Flyer Feedback. Hey, how about them Dayton Flyers? Pretty fun tonight. What's on your mind, Mike? Hey, uh, I just want to say, you know, Anthony Grant is a great coach, you know. And Dayton, they can play with any basketball team in college basketball right now. They've proven that. And they'll show it in the Atlantic 10 when they go undefeated in the Atlantic 10. Whoa, also, big, whoa, scorched earth take from Mike. Undefeated. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. All right, we'll save the tape of this one, Mike. Yeah, we're definitely going to go back. I got confidence. I got confidence. <laughs> Liquid magma. We're going to save the tape of that one for old takes exposed. Is that? I think they might go maybe 16 and 2, Nate. Fifteen and three, but I, eight. I don't. They're not going eighteen and zero. They'll they'll stub their toe a couple three, couple or three times. Yeah, definitely. And I honestly believe that we're gonna need that. Yeah. Before we go into the postseason to make sure that, you know, we know what it takes because a lot of times teams get complacent. Yeah. They get on a win streak and they think they can just come out and roll the balls out and it's gonna be a victory. They're gonna have to come out and play every game because, like yeah. I said, they're a target right now. Everybody in our conference wants to beat them. We're the top team. We're the ranked 
Everybody wants us. They're coming for us, so we got to bring our A game. And if we don't bring our A game, it's going to be a long game. Yeah, and I, and I it's do gonna agree. It's going to be a dogfight. I do agree, and I think most Dayton fans do, with, with Mike's overall sentiment. The losses in this A-10 slate, Nate, are going to be few and far between. Yes. Yes, I mean, with sure. the way, with as good as this Dayton team is on paper, with as much as uh, with as talented as they are, and with the way they're playing, I mean, they're firing on seven and a half, eight cylinders almost every night, and it's been fun to watch. Dayton winner tonight, 79-65, a 14-point win, gets the Flyers to 15-2 overall and 4-0 and in 8-10 play. It's John Bedell, it's Nate Green, and it's you here for Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it, live from Flanagan's Pub on the other side of this break, right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub for the last time tonight. John Bedell, former Flyer, Nate Green, and you. Here for Flyer Feedback, Dayton winner tonight in a runaway, 79-65, a 14-point win over the VCU Rams. Gets Dayton to 15-2 overall, and they stay undefeated in an A-10 play. 4-0 as they head towards the Arch Baron Cup round one. It is the stuff of legends. You can tweet me, at jbedlwhio. Jump in my mentions, and I may read your tweet on the air. You can take advantage of the Bud Light mic if you're here with us live at Flanagan's. Or you can call us up at 457-1290. Hey, Adam on Twitter wants to know, hi, John, are 22 runs, 22 nothing runs good? I'll hang up and listen. Hey, Adam, shouts to you. Yes, they're <laughs> good. Great. Go Flyers, go America. Hat tip, Adam. Hey, one way you cannot join us on the show is by calling the hotline because we reserve that only for our good friend and colleague, David Jablonski from the Dayton Daily News. Jabba was on the hotline. Dave, how you doing tonight after this win? Hey, John. Thanks for having me. It was uh interesting game from start to finish but that 22 nothing run is something you don't see very often no it was really you know I, I felt like Dave VCU for the honestly for the most of the first half controlled the game uh, last 5-10 minutes or so Dayton grabbed the momentum back and then they just crushed the souls of the Richmond Rams Dave with that 22-2 run that, that was fun it's definitely the biggest run I've seen this year it's got to be the biggest run I've ever seen against the good team like uh, VCU because they tried a couple times to stop the run with timeouts and just the run just kept going uh, they couldn't hit everything anything Dayton couldn't um, miss anything and it was just a you know a best of, uh, of everything for the Flyers uh, and after that it was just a matter of whether they were going to win by double digits they still have won every game by double digits uh, since the opener except for the two losses of course yeah it's an incredible streak when you think about it Dave and, and then two I really thought, Dave, tonight was the loudest I've heard that arena in a long time since points last season. I mean, it's been a while since we've heard that, that arena, that raucous. Yeah, the fans had a lot to do with it. Uh, Dayton, of course, is going to have to deal with uh, some loud fans uh, next month in Richmond as they get to play yep. with you again. But, uh, you know, sellout crowds uh, pay off sometimes, and uh, we're seeing that uh, every game uh, from here on out, the sellout crowds uh, now the rest of the season. This is the first, Dave, I believe, of, of two games this week where, let's be honest, this is the first test of the A-10 slate uh, this whole week. With VCU tonight, they passed the test here, again by double digits. Now we look ahead to the Arch Baron Cup. If you can't get up for that, check your pulse. 
Uh, but it's going to be another tough physical game. Jabo, this is a St. Louis team that's always been physical. What do you expect Friday as the Flyers head uh, for another tough test, this time on the road against the Billikens? St. Louis is kind of like a lot of 8-10 teams. They've done a lot of good things, but uh, have had some uh, bad losses. Um, you know, it's a similar team to last year, but, uh, you know, they lost some good pieces on that team, too. They still got the big guy, Hassan French, uh, who's, a, who's a load to handle. And for whatever reason, Dayton always plays an ugly game against St. Louis. It's been a couple of years since they won uh, in St. Louis. So it's going to be a challenging game. But, boy, if you can go 2-0 and this week, you know, coupled with already uh, going 2-0 and in Philly, where you haven't won in a long time, you're off to an amazing start in the A-10 and, and possibly moving into the top 10 in the National Poll next, next week. Yeah, because you yeah, and that was going to be my next question, Jabo. You talk about St. Louis's hits and misses. Uh, a big hit for them this year is they got Kansas State on a neutral floor in Kansas City, sixty six sixty three. But one of their misses. Uh, now give them credit for getting at the time number twelve Seton Hall, the Pirates, uh, at home at the Chaffetz Center. But they lost. They got thumped by Seton Hall, eighty three sixty six. But uh, that's a very good Seton Hall team, and St. Louis has been tested in their non conference. Um, I think this is going to be a really tough game Friday. Dave, if Dayton takes care of business Friday, are they a top-10 team come Monday? It's going to depend on what happens to the other teams uh, ahead of them. There's not a whole lot of space to move up, so you really got to depend on other teams losing too. Um, <laughs> certainly, these will be two impressive wins. I don't know if they'd be enough to impress the national voters who you know, are going to want to beat a top-25 team. Uh, Dayton still hasn't done that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. It doesn't really matter at this point. Dayton way up there in all the other rankings besides the VA people, so uh, this this win makes their uh, NCAA tournament record. resume look so much better. Yeah, as, as I heard earlier this week, Dave, it's, it's hard to impress some of the AP voters who don't pay attention to the sport that they're paid to pay attention to. But we shall see. David, I got music on my ears, so we got to go. But we thank uh, David Jablonski for joining us, as always, here on Flyer Feedback for his time and insight. That's going to do it for us tonight, Flyers fans. One more time, Dayton winner 79-65. Our next game is Friday night. We will see you on the air with the expanded Bud Light pregame show at 6. Larry has the call from St. Louis in the Arch Baron Cup round one at 7. We will see you on the air after for Flyer Feedback. So we will see you on the radio Friday night, Flyers fans. Until then, from a partner tonight, Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. Go Flyers. Drive home safely. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.